sheets I'm leaving school styles alone And plus I won't break my heart They dump me but I'll keep the hoochie coochies comfy I have a honeycomb out Hello everybody and welcome to the Knucklehead Podcast This is episode number 25 of the show Thank you guys for joining us this week Hope you had a wonderful, wonderful weekend We're here on this Monday and we are ready to go We are ready to make shit happen But before we do, let's take care of some business at the top of the program here Um, As always, we thank you for your continued support of the show And the best way you can do so is by helping spread the word. Bring us one new person each and every single week. Every time you listen to the show, share it with at least one person. Bring more winners to the table. And there are a couple ways you can do that. One, by leaving a review on iTunes, preferably five stars if you feel it's warranted. Let people know what you're getting from this program. Another way you can do so is by following us on Instagram. That's at Knucklehead Podcast or myself at Dom Vitale. Screenshot the episode wherever you're watching or listening to it on, whether it's iTunes, Spotify, wherever, and then add that to your story or add it to your timeline and tag us. That way we can help share it. You share it that way. We're getting it out to the masses. So that way everybody knows where you're getting the scoop from every week, where you are getting the information that you are using to apply to your life to help you win on a regular and consistent basis. Um, so we thank you guys for spreading the word. That for those of you that do, uh, we try to reshare everything that we can. Uh, but it does help. You know, we're we're picking up new listeners each and every single week, um, and that's a testament to you, you guys. And I appreciate that you guys are getting something out of these episodes to the point where, you know, you are willing to share um, and spread that word and, and and put your name on the line, so to speak. So. Thank you guys so much uh, for that. It doesn't go unnoticed, but we are here to rock and roll this week, and I wanted to do something a little bit different, and this was a last-minute type of deal for me, so what I was doing last night before bed, you know, what I think a lot of us do is just kind of fucking scrolling through social media and seeing what's up and kind of wrapping the night up, and one of the hashtags that I follow on Instagram is 75 hard. And as you guys know, if you listen to this show for any semblance of time, I'm a, a huge advocate of the program. Um, you know, I've, I've done, done the uh, 75 hard phase one and phase two so far of the live hard program. I'll be finishing that up here in the next couple months or so. Um, it changed my life for the better. You know, it, it helped instill a lot of positive qualities for me and make some of the qualities that I did have a lot better for me. And I understand also that the program is not necessarily for everybody. And I also believe that anyone that's listening to this show that either hasn't done it or doesn't plan on doing it, you could still succeed in life without doing the program. You know, I'm not going to sit here and tell you everybody needs to fucking do it or else you're a piece of shit. No, that's not what I'm going to fucking say because it's not true. If you do it, will it help you? Yeah, I I wholeheartedly do think and believe that it will help you in in a variety of different areas. If you don't do it, is it the end of the world? Absolutely not, for sure. Uh, But I'll I'll always speak good of the program, again, for what it's done for me and the, the positive that it's brought to a lot of other people in my life that have participated in the program. And if you search the hashtag too, you'll see that, you know, it's changed a lot of people's lives for the better. So again, there's no... One, one size fits all for everybody, you know, some things work for better for other people or some things work better for some than they do for others. I guess that's the best way to put it. So anyways, as I'm going through this hashtag last night and I'm reading through uh, some of the posts, 
I come across one that's different. You know, not necessarily one you would expect to see under the hashtag. And what it was was a screenshot of a Twitter post. And this young woman wrote, the whole 75 hard thing is actually like, hey, let's have a clinical eating disorder for 75 days. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Like, where the fuck did that one come from? So let's dig a little bit deeper. So I opened up the post just to kind of get some more context as to what I was looking for or looking at, I should say. But first, before I did that, I wanted to see who was posting this. And I'll read you some of uh, this person's bio here. And I know, guys, this is, this is a little bit off our regular format, but trust me, I am getting some here, getting somewhere here. Uh, just, just bear with me. So she has some acronyms next to her name, uh, M-S-R-D-N-R-Y-T. All right, whatever the fuck those mean, but you've got acronyms after your name, you must be a fucking big deal, right? Then of course, of course, after the acronyms, she's got her pronouns. She, hers, her, because that's relevant. Okay, whatever. She claims to be a nutritionist, a non-diet dietitian, feeding athletes, fighting eating disorders. And then another acronym, H-A-E-S, whatever the fuck that means. So, okay. So maybe she has some knowledge in nutrition or fitness or something of the other. Let's look at the post itself and see what she had to say. So basically what she does is she goes down and she breaks down each part of the program about what she doesn't like about it. Or she's, she's trying to say that, you know, it's a bullshit program. It's not safe. And so she goes through, goes through one at a time. And the one that stuck out to me most was when she talked about the workout objective of the program. And as you guys may or may not know, one objective of the program is you have to do two 45 minute workouts every day. One of which needs to be outdoors. Okay. So this is what she said in regards to that. And I quote, I shouldn't have to explain why this is disordered because it's obvious. Instead, let's discuss the sheer amount of privilege someone has to be even able to work out for an hour and a half a day, meaning that you have enough money and energy to do this as opposed to work during this time. You likely have childcare and you have access to a safe outdoor space to exercise. End quote, beginning quote of me, holy fucking shit, what a fucking moron. For someone with as much, as many fucking acronyms after their name, you would think they would be a little bit fucking smarter than to write some fucking stupid, dumb shit like that. What's the dumbest part of it all? All of it. It's all fucking stupid. This person is what we like to call an excuse maker, a cop-out fucking artist. And believe you me, folks, the, the, the overuse of the word fucking privilege is the ultimate cop-out. People like to fucking hang their hat on the word privilege when they can't fucking hack it. When they can't fucking do something and they don't want to put the blame on them fucking selves 
for where they may be falling short. The first thing they fucking do, or one of the first things they like to do is say, oh, it's privilege. Whether it's white privilege or whatever other fucking privileges they're out there. You fucking hear people and you see people use that fucking cop out, that excuse all the fucking time. And it's pathetic. So you mean to tell me that you have to be privileged or have some sort of privilege to have an hour and a half block of time or two 45 minute blocks of time that you can allocate to yourself a day. Hold the fuck on. Because if that's the case, holy shit. So many of us out here in the fucking world are privileged beyond fucking belief. It's unbelievable. Holy fucking shit. How lucky are we? We have an hour and a half a day to work out. We're fucking special. While all these other fucking miscreants out here that don't have that privilege are suffering. Fuck you, lady. Fuck you high and fuck you hard, you dumb motherfucker. Holy shit. We're fired up today. Meaning you have enough money and energy to do this. Well, let's look at that. The last time I fucking checked, exercising in some way, shape, or form doesn't cost anything, you dumb fuck. You don't have to have a gym membership or a CrossFit membership or whatever the fuck membership to work out for 45 minutes, dummy. You can literally work out for 45 minutes in your cock-sucking living room, dumb shit. You can do so outside unless you're afraid of the fucking sun or your own shadow, which it sounds like this fucking twat is. Money and energy. Do you not fucking get it? Energy. My guess is someone that maybe not be in the best shape doesn't have a lot of energy, but someone that falls into that category that is trying to change their life to become more healthy probably would like to have more energy. And what's the best fucking way to do that? Hmm. Let me think. Get fucking active, you dumb shit. I'm going to run out of fucking fucking verbs to describe this dumbass. Verb, adjective, not like Kevin Nash. I can't tell the difference between the two. Fuck it. Who gives a shit? I'm all fucking riled up today. And money and energy. Like you got to be fucking bestowed the crown from fucking God above. To have, a, to, to have money and energy to, to exercise. What the fuck are we doing here? What kind of person has a brain so fucking disheveled that they piece together words into this fucking sentence and think that makes fucking sense? Especially someone who's so proud of all the fucking acronyms after her name. 
have to have enough money and energy to do this as opposed to work during this time. What, 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 what the fuck? So if argument let, let, for argument's sake, let's say you work a nine to five. Fuck it. Let's be, let, let's play devil's advocate. Let's say you work nine to nine, a 12 hour day. And you have an hour and a half window of free time. What this tells me is that you should be allocating that to working more instead of working on yourself. Now, again, that's subjective. Each person can make that decision for their own selves. But I guarantee you, this is the type of person that fucking is the first one to squawk about people that are overworking themselves to death. You likely have childcare. Well, here's a fucking newsflash. There's a lot of people, hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people out there who take 75 hard the fuck out of the equation. Throw it out the fucking window. But there are fucking millions of people out there that can and will and do work out for an hour and a half, whether that's straight or two times a day, who do have children to care for, who do have a full-time job, who do go to school full-time, who have other family obligations, some of which all of those things are combined in one person and they can still do this. They can still fucking find the time to work on themselves. This is nothing but this fucking woman finding excuses as to why someone shouldn't or can't. This is the best. And you have access to a safe outdoor workspace to exercise. Jesus fucking Christ, man. I tell you, Jesus fucking God. I can't deal with stupid people. It's like one of the worst things for me. It's one of the most aggravating things I have to fucking deal with. And unfortunately, I do have to deal with it on a regular basis. And this motherfucker just makes it worse. Nobody's saying you got to go to the fucking hood and run around the block, you dumb fuck. No one's saying you got to go to the park to work out at fucking dusk where it may be dangerous. No one's saying you got to even leave the fucking front step of your house or your apartment or wherever the fuck you live to do this. Just fucking do it outside. Front yard, backyard, porch, deck, whatever. Walk around the the street that you live on. If that's too dangerous, fucking drive your ass somewhere else where it's not so dangerous and walk around that neighborhood. Go to a park where there are a lot of fucking people. If there's not a lot of people, figure it out. It's problem-solving skills. What the fuck? Why is that so hard? Because it's hard. That's what it is. That's what it comes down to. It's not the fucking easy answer. It's not the quick fix. It's not, oh, this is simple to do. No. This particular fucking program challenges you to think outside the box. Challenges you, pushes you to develop a form of discipline forces you to think outside your normal fucking scope. That's what makes it so effective. If we're talking about 75 hard itself, but fuck all that. Again, throw that shit out the window. 
This woman is making excuses as for, for people why they, they can't or shouldn't work out. And fucking, even still, take the, the hour and a half out the window. 45 minutes. If you're a, a, a novice, if you are just trying to get yourself in shape, you better be. You need to fucking be finding 45 minutes in your day, whether it's fucking indoors or outdoors in your home or outside of your fucking home to dedicate to getting your fucking ass in shape or getting fucking healthier because that shit doesn't happen by sitting on the fucking couch doing nothing. But no, let's not even humor that because you got to be one of the lucky ones, one of the privileged ones that has an hour and a half a day to work out or 45 minutes a day to work out. Jesus Christ, I must be the most fortunate motherfucker in the world. And so many millions of more people are just so fucking fortunate. Well, we are. But this person is looking at it the completely wrong way. Unreal. She goes on to say, quote, the main problems with this challenge is the problem with every other diet out there. It's unsustainable. It's inflexible. You must have a certain amount of time, privilege, and access to be successful with it. Holy fuck. Here's the thing. If you're going to take the fucking time to write a long-winded post like this, and I'm leaving a lot of it out. Like, there's other shit in here that's not even worth my fucking time to even talk about. Because just what we talked about already just shows how fucking stupid this person is. But if you're going to spend all this time and effort to do this long-ass fucking Instagram post where she's obviously looking for fucking engagement, it's, it's clear as fucking day, it would best suit you to do a little fucking research Besides surface level, before you open your fucking mouth. It's just so you don't look like the dumb motherfucker that you look like right now. Now, she may look like a fucking genius and Mother Teresa to the people that follow her. The other fucking halfwits. The other fucking weaklings. The other fucking mediocre motherfuckers that are looking for excuses, they're looking for ways to avoid doing those things that may challenge them or push them or are too difficult for them or that make them uncomfortable. That's the majority of her followers. And if you go, and I'm not going to share this fucking woman's page because it ain't fucking worth it. But if you go through the comments, all their supporters, it is plain as fucking day. And if you go look at their shit, it's plain as fucking day. These motherfuckers are just coasting through fucking life. Anything that's going to push them out of their comfort zone, they want no fucking part of. But what do we talk about all the time on this program, you guys? If you want fucking anything worth a shit in your life, you are going to have to get out of your fucking comfort zone. You are going to have to do shit that's going to make you painfully uncomfortable. And you're going to have to do it for an extended period of time to get what the fuck you want. The real winners are willing to fucking do that. The losers like this fucking chick and all of her fucking dumb fuck followers are not willing to do that. So they will always have a mediocre fucking life. 
Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying 75 hard is the fucking answer to everybody's problems. But what I am saying, though, is that if your first course of action is to look for an excuse as to why you can't, you are playing a losing fucking game. Instead of focusing on looking for the reasons why you can't or why you shouldn't, you should be looking for the reasons as to why you fucking should. It's unsustainable. For who? Who is it unsustainable for? Not for the fucking hundreds of thousands of people that have successfully completed the program and continue to implement it into their lives on a fucking daily or yearly basis. Not to them. You know who it is unsustainable to? Weak-minded individuals. Individuals that live in fear. Individuals that are not willing to fucking bet on themselves. Individuals who are so used to being the fucking status quo that anything different than that scares the fuck out of them. That's who it's unsustainable for. That's, that's who any workout program, any fitness journey is potentially unsustainable. Because of the fucking person that's either carrying it or not carrying it out. You can't say it's not sustainable if fucking hundreds of thousands of people have sustained it for an extended period of time. It's inflexible. The whole fucking program is scalable. Say that and the fucking... Anything that you look into this fucking thing and read or listen to, it's fucking clear as day. It's a scalable program. You got to follow a diet for 75 days. They don't tell you, you got to follow the keto diet. You got to follow the Atkins diet. You got to follow the fucking paleo diet. They don't fucking tell you that. They just say, you figure it out. It's scalable. You pick the fucking diet, whatever it is. You choose what it is. To me, That's pretty fucking flexible. Oh, just because there's there's specific things that you need to be disciplined enough to carry it out every day, that's inflexible? Guess what? Being disciplined at times does not allow you to be flexible or vice versa. You could have your whole shit lined up. You could be the most disciplined motherfucker there is. You got everything lined the fuck up of how you're going to kill that day and something will fuck up at some point. Now you got to be fucking flexible and figure it out. Being flexible is part of the game. But you wouldn't know that because you didn't fucking do your due diligence to figure out what the fuck what this thing's all about. You just saw something that got a bunch of other fucking halfwits, a bunch of other fucking cowards, panties in a fucking bunch, and you tried to come to the fucking rescue because it doesn't fit your narrative. Well, let me tell you, you must have a certain amount of time, privilege, and access to be successful with it. There's plenty of people out there that have completed this program that have less time than me, less 
quote unquote privilege than me and less access to things than me. And they fucking made it happen. It's all a matter of doing what it takes to accomplish a goal. Sure, are there people out there that have a certain lifestyle where some of these tasks are extremely difficult to to complete 75 days in a row and maybe not doable? Absolutely. Yes. Is that the case for everybody? Absolutely not. But that ones that want it, figure things out. You can say, oh, we want to hang that, that, hang their hat on that word privilege again. Again, you might have someone say, well, I can't do this because I'm X, Y, and Z and I have to do A, B, and C in order to get by. That may be all true. And you, that person may claim that the rest of us that can do it have privilege, but no, it's not a matter of privilege. It's a matter of that person having to do what they need to do to get by on a daily basis with the fucking bed that they made. Their status in life, their situation in life, they are there because we talk about all the time, the the decisions that they have or have not made for themselves throughout their life. They are there because of them. Nobody fucking else. But that's the other thing you hear so fucking often is the people that are not in the most ideal situation in their life. They, they scream that they're, they're in that position because they don't have privilege. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. We all have the ability and the capacity to make our own beds. Some of us do it a lot smarter than others. Some of us do it more fucked up than others. But there's no reason any of us should be passing the fucking blame on somebody or something else for what we do on a daily basis. Sure, bad things happen. Sure, people end up in really fucking shitty situations. But there's no one playing a fucking game behind the scenes that's trying to fuck you over specifically and help other people win. Here's a fucking newsflash for you. If you want to fucking win, if you really, really want to fucking win, nobody can fucking stop you. It's just that there's too many people out there that say they want to win but aren't willing to do the things that they need to do in order to win. Because those things you need to do in order to win are usually pretty difficult. They put you in some hairy situations. They put you into situations that make you extremely uncomfortable. They put you into situations that make you second guess yourself. And it fucking fucks with you internally. And the winners push on through. The winners accept that, analyze it, and push on through. And the people that continue to lose and live and wallow in mediocrity tap the fuck out when the going gets tough. 
You have a choice, everybody. You always have a fucking choice. You have a choice to either make shit happen or you have a choice to blame imaginary fucking privilege on why you are not where you want to be. There's plenty of people out there that have come from less than many of us that have had a far shittier fucking life than us who've experienced loss, abuse, you name it, and have won and are winning right now. And they could easily claim lack of privilege is why I don't have what I want. But they didn't. Black, white, green, polka dot doesn't fucking matter. They said, I'm not willing to accept the fact that this is what I have to settle for. I want more. And I'm going to get it. No matter what stands in my way. Those are the real winners. The losers lean heavy into privilege. Whatever fucking... Whatever cop out they can get, they're going to lean heavy into. Be mindful and be weary about who you surround yourself with. Start listening to the way people react in certain situations. When things get tough, what do they do? Do they start looking for excuses? Do they start looking for people and things to blame other than themselves? Or do they embrace the challenge? Do they accept the fact that things are getting hard? But do they also accept the fact that they have a say in where it goes from there? Because believe it or not, we all do. We can all choose how we react when things get fucked up. You can throw that towel in and be like everybody else or the vast majority anyway, and continue on that hamster wheel we call life. Or you can get the fuck up, get back in the game, and keep on fighting. Don't fall for this trick. Don't fall for this shit where someone out there is going to stroke your ego and rub you on the back and try to help you make excuses as for why you can't have what you want or you can't do what you think you want to do because it scares them. And then they're the first one that wants company in their fear. They're the ones that are recruiting other people to live with the same fear that they're living in. They say to themselves, I can't do that and neither should anybody else. And that's when they start spewing that fucking nonsense in hopes that other people will grasp onto it. Misery loves company, but so does fear. Nobody wants to be miserable alone. You want someone to share in that misery with you so that you have someone to relate to. And the same thing applies to fear. Nobody wants to be on an island of fear by themselves. They want to be able to share that fear with someone else so they can feel that their fear is justified. See, someone else feels the same way. Someone else is just afraid as I am. They may not be saying that, 
But internally, that is the dialogue that is going on in their mind. No one wants to be the Frady cat out there all by themselves. But if they can recruit more and more people to believe the fucking bullshit that they believe, if they can convince more and more people to be afraid just as they are afraid, but, but turn the words a little bit and not say, Hey, I'm afraid to do this. They'll just say, Oh, this is, this is unattainable or unsustainable or inflexible. No one can do this. This is preposterous. This is dangerous. Now they got someone that has their back. Now they have company. Now they get louder and louder and louder to justify their lack of effort. Their lack of follow through. They convince themselves that falling short is actually a good thing. When in actuality, it's pretty fucking pathetic. All in all, do what you need to do to succeed. Don't let anyone fucking talk you out of what you want. Don't let anyone else try to hang a fucking label on something you're doing. Don't let them try to paint a different picture than what you are experiencing. If you're doing this program or had done this program and it worked for you, ride that shit out. Speak from the mountaintops about the the, the positive that it brought to your life and what it can do for other people. Don't just sit there and look for a hot button topic to talk about without doing your research and end up looking like a fucking buffoon like this lady did. Anyway, short and sweet this week. That's all I wanted. I know it was a little different off course, but that's the way we're going. And I want to I want to leave this open for you guys right now. Because this just this irks me so much to know that there's fucking people out there that think this way, that are built this way, that just are walking fucking cowards and they don't even know it. And not just this woman right here. Again, just in the comments, just seeing so many of these people that follow her along that, again, just looking at all their shit, it's like you are completely falling short and you don't even realize it. It's prevalent now more than ever. And there's nothing wrong with needing someone to fucking kick you in the fucking ass to get you going in the right direction to help you fucking make shit happen. And that's what we're going to be doing in August. We're in August right now. I'm in a couple weeks. Planning on starting back up the Killer Instinct Crash crash Course. It's a group course. We have up to 10 people in this group, men and women this time. Before it was men, now we're going to do men and women. And it's a group that we work together to become more accountable, become more disciplined, become more confident, become more organized, and overall become more fucking successful. And some of us can't do that on our own. For some of us, it's, it's beneficial to do it when we got other people to lean on and help push us in the right direction. So we do at the training center. We work alongside each other as a fucking team and we fuck shit up. 
We had a smaller men's group for the first Killer Instinct course, and everyone did exceptionally well. And as they're carrying out the objectives, they were fucking crushing it. That's the key. Carry out the objectives through the course and carry them on afterwards as well. So if you guys want to be a part of the course, a part of the fucking team, and really change your shit, change the way you approach your day, change the way you approach your week, change the way you approach your goals and what you actually fucking want, I urge you to fucking be a part of this. Some of us don't even know where to start. This is the fucking kickoff point right here. This sets the groundwork for long-term success. If you carry out the objectives you learn in the Killer Instinct course, you will set yourself up for long-term success. Sustainability is the fucking key, folks. So if you want in, shoot me a message, shoot me an email, whatever the case may be. I can give you some more details about it, what it entails, what it looks like. You can do this from anywhere. You don't need to be local to me. We do it all virtually. You can be in fucking Alaska. You can be in fucking Singapore. It don't fucking matter. Everyone gets the chance to fucking win. So I urge you to take advantage of it to make shit happen, especially if you're kind of in the doldrums right now, right? You're just kind of floating along. You're really not getting where you want to get. Not really sure where you want to go. You're just kind of spinning your fucking wheels. Not really progressing, but not really regressing either. This might be the right thing for you to fucking jumpstart your shit. To figure out where you want to go, what you want to be. This might be it for you. So check it out. Hit me up. Instagram, email, wherever. We'll see if we can help you out. All right, guys, that's it for this week. We're going to wrap it up here. Thanks for the continued support. As always, get out there, screenshot the episode, share it if this was at all entertaining for you today. Because, man, maybe it was a little bit more entertaining and insightful this week because I was fucking fired up. But hope you guys enjoyed it either way. And we'll be back next week with a brand new episode of the podcast. But until then, as always, no shortcuts, no excuses, just results. This is Don Vitale saying we'll see you next week. Choose my best to help. Choose my best to help. Oh, I can't wear it only if you want the.